no bloody signal. Hello? Can you see us? That took a long time. It was spinning wheel of death. Can you hear us? Hi, good, good morning. morning. Hi, Fifi Cromac. Good morning if you're listening on broadcast, on, on podcast, on something or other. Um, what you're about to hear, you won't be able to see. No, what you're about to see, you won't be able to hear. What you're about to see and hear, you won't be able to do. What she's about to do, I'm not going to understand. Oh, she's got a step. Right, come over here. What? So, I've just been to the gym. And my trainer said, right, turn the other way. So, that they see, right, do a squat. Uh, just do a squat. Okay, that is the one way to do a squat. Because I'm leaning forward a bit. Yeah, so when you lean forward, lean that far, that's how you get your back. Okay. You do your back, you're not working. So so now, yeah. use that. That's a bit low. I've just done, I've just that's done. That's a bit low. That's, you need to do a jerk. I swear to God, that's what she made me do. So get in your squat position. Yeah. Right, now. Putting your arms forward will make you lean forward. So put your arms here, now here, and don't don't like put your head back. But you've got to look up a bit. Oh, that looks awful. Are you doing that on purpose? No, look, no, you're going to get a bad back. That's no good. Do you mean that's pretty? Yeah, you do it. I, I've just Let's done see how so many. Crying, I was crying. So I've been doing this. Yeah, you've got to go down. And up, so oh, you right. actually sit so that you, that you get the right feeling. Right now, see see that? That's got to be straight. That back. Yeah, you, you see the way we throw ourselves forward to get up. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's bloody hard. Yeah. Oh my god, the difference! I was and it was right yeah. in the centre of the gym, and I said to her, "Why do I have to be in the middle?" It's like you feel like everybody's looking at you, but do you know what? They're not. So you just have to get over that. But look, the dip. So I said to her, those 60, 90 a day I've been doing at home, being a waste of time, she'll kind of, yeah, you'll just get a bad back, she said. <laughs> Rachel says, also raise your, raise your heels. No, your toes. Slightly so that you also go deep Also raise your heels head. with the edge of something. That helps too, says Rachel. Fair, fair, fair. Well, much, well, because I've got bad knees, she says lift your toes a bit so you go more into your heels. Morning, Lily. But it was a revelation. Um, so there you go. You get everything here, even how to do the perfect Leslie squat. Leslie F., good morning from FLA. Where's FLA? For... Florida? Frankfurt. <laughs> Frankfurt. Oh, Gemma Perry. I'm so pleased. Your Christmas card arrived. I loved it and it cheered me up. Thanks, Oh, guys. that's nice. That's an absolute pleasure. And Steffi, Gemma. we haven't forgotten you. We are going to sing you a happy Steph, birthday. Steph, there she is. As if, you, as if by magic. I'm 50. Speak, sing to me. I'm pretty pleased. I was an Instagram. We're going to. We have put, got your name here and we'll be singing at the end. We'll do birthdays at the Steffi? end. Steffi? Do we call you Stephanie? Steffi. Uh, Welcome. Stephanie. Welcome to Morning, Faith Goodman. Um, it's the traitors tonight, and we have got hooked. So we will be do we're doing a live tonight. Yeah, 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 we're doing a live afterwards tonight. If yeah. you want to have a chat with us, do. We've got a Natasha, fully packed day today. My God. Yeah, Natasha Milton, uh, coffee morning live. It went back up at about four p.m. So it's there, but it's not there as a live. It's there as an upload. We had to uh, trim something out. I can't, can't work out what. Um, Good morning, Elaine, Janolfi, Keely Windle. Happy birthday to Steph. We're going to do Steffi, Steffi or Steph or Stephanie. We're going to do your birthday right at the end. Um, 
So here we are. Coffee money, what are we talking about today? We're going to be talking, do you want me to start? Yeah. We're going to be talking about, well, God, well, how do you say it? Just some really surprising news about Sinead O'Connor. Horrendous that we've lost her, but better that it's now been um, revealed that it was natural causes and not suicide, as everybody thought. That's kind of the news. I mean, I think in terms news. of Sinead O'Connor, that, that, that is the reason I, I wanted it to be talked about I, is I get a bit sick and tired. A couple of things with the Sinead story that we talked about, I think before quite a few other people said it, which is, you know, why, you know, why are people marginalised, ignored, not listened to, characterised as esoteric, potentially mad if they don't sign up to the you know, the mainstream narrative, if you like. And she was a voice for change. She lived her life differently. And just because of that, it doesn't mean that she was some kind of wacko. And so, you know, around, you know, when when she died, it was just that idea of, oh, right, now suddenly everyone cares again because she's tragically died. And then there's a rush, a little bit like there was with the Matthew, uh, Matthew Perry story, almost a kind of appetite for it to be under dark and dubious mm. circumstances. Now, of course, we know she struggled with her mental health. We know that Matthew Perry did. And we know that the, the likelihood around a death of anyone of a relatively young age is there's always the worry that it could be for some ulterior reason, drugs, suicide, mental health issues, what have you. And so I just thought it was really important, as did you notice, didn't you, that the, the, the announcement is simply that she died of natural causes. But what, what I was saying to Mark today was it's so interesting because when she died, if you remember... Everywhere there was just these messages that they that, that were that she'd supposedly left. We don't know, do we? Around the time or just before yeah. she'd all very dark, all very leaning towards, you know, suicidal sort of language. Mm. And yet today, yesterday, it was all oh oh yeah, she'd recently posted about really loving her new flat that she'd got to. She was talking about doing her new music. She was da-da-da. She was really happy. And I thought, wow, if that isn't just the clearest evidence of the way they just retrofit. I'm just popping up on screen some of your comments because it's, it's a, a, a part of StreamYard that's really nice. It means that you can mm. have your say and it can be prioritised a little bit. Um, Elaine Janolfi says, I'm relieved she didn't take her own life. She was yeah. an extraordinary person, very talented and intelligent. Um, it's kind of weird, isn't it? Because it's like it's like good news, but yes. it's also horrible news not, because yeah. she died at such a young age from yeah. natural causes after the most ex- extraordinarily life. difficult life. life, which I didn't know anything about until she died. Sophie Clemenshaw, just because people struggle with mental health doesn't mean their death would be to do with that. Carla Hatcham, I was happy to hear this news, even though it's still so sad. Um, your card should be landed. I'm right in thinking you're in Massachusetts. Is that right? Um, hi, Kaya. Hi. Uh, so, so yeah. Th- so this is it's it's not it's not like a good news story, but it's kind of it's it's interesting how more often it will than be not, for the, their fa- yeah, for the, the family. family and the children. Yeah, because you know one of the biggest you know I know a number of people who have lost a parent through mm. suicide, mm. and my God. What a grueling thing that is to live well for anyone. But, you know, when a child feels that their parent has has left them in that way. Absolutely. So for other children, it will be so important, especially as they made so much of all the comments she'd made about the child that she lost. And I hear there's going to be one almighty shindig of a tribute gig at Carnegie Hall for both uh, Shane McGowan 
in memory of Shane McGowan and Sinead O'Connor. That is going that to be, be, be a night. Yeah, blow the bloody roofs off. Blow the bloody and doors is this, off. And this is going to be an event for people that can buy tickets? Yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah, we should try absolutely. and go to that. Carnegie Hall, what in, in America. <laughs> oh, I thought that was in Ireland. <laughs> is it? I'm thinking, you can't it? Carnegie Hall is in, is it, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think it is. <laughs> uh, Amanda Moore, it's such a shame when, uh, oh, where have you gone? When you come from a sexual abuse background, Someone's going out quickly. Uh, and not surprisingly, mental health problems. It's very hard to live a normal life. She did amazingly well. She really did. And she used her voice. My God, she used yeah. her voice, didn't she? Anne-Marie Shellard, really important. You kind of sum up what I was trying to say in a very confusing and clumsy manner. When growing up, the majority of society pushed the narrative that anything spiritual was crazy and to trust doctors. Doctors means to falsify. She was spiritual. Like a lot of creatives loved her. And I have mm. to say, I have to say, I'm on a journey, and I think we're all on a journey, of having some of the wool pulled from before our eyes in terms of how the mainstream media and the mainstream narrative manages to kind of, you know, ensnare us, principally because we're all busy living our lives, doing our things, getting on with stuff, and so we don't have the time to kind of double-check, double-check, question, challenge, and then something, and, you know, without wishing to resurrect the topic again, you know, things like, you know, the coronavirus coming along, the vaccines, um, the, the conflict in Ukraine and Russia, the conflict in Israel and Gaza, you know, these things, you then suddenly start to look at the press and, you, and, and let's, let's assume that the press drives the narrative. And then you look at the way they characterise people like Sinead O'Connor and you think, hang on it's a brutal. minute, hang on a minute, what's brutal. going on here? So you're, you're right, you know. Um, Therese Archison, finally. Uh, I'm not claiming to be a fan of hers, but when the one tear falls and then nothing compares to your video, it has such an impact. Oh, my God. It's so that sad. Song. A oh beautiful song. God. I, I, I defy anyone to listen to that and not have heartache. Yeah. Okay. Um, one of the other odd things in the title here is Callum Best is uh, on trial in Spain for alleged sexual assault. And oh. the prosecutors, this happened at um, Gary Lineker's brother's, Wayne Lineker's, is it, oh, bar yes. in Ibiza. Apparently, the, the allegation runs that there was some kind of either altercation or exchange or something rather. I think it might have been about taking a photo or, or something like that. Um, and that allegedly, Callum Best took a woman's hand, shoved it down his shorts or pants or whatever, and said, feel this. So he's been tried in Spain today, and he could get a maximum of three years in prison if he's found guilty. He could get anywhere between one to three years if he's found guilty. Um, he's 42. Um, he was obviously he was in Celebrity Big Brother with you. I didn't realise he won Celebrity Love Island, um, but he won that. But yeah, he was at the, um, as I say, Wayne Lineker's uh, bar, and the prosecutors are wanting to really throw the book at him. It's a two-page indictment, and it accuses him of kissing a female tourist he'd argued with moments earlier over photos she'd taken before grabbing her hand and putting it on his privates under his trousers whilst telling her, feel this. Um, his female accuser, a British holidaymaker, was at the beach club with friends who said to have removed her hand immediately and left the venue in a state of shock and confusion. She will be giving evidence but my God, I mean, you know. Presume, I mean. Whew, apparently uh, there was some issue a, a few years ago in Manchester, which, and, and then the charges were dropped. And... So. Um, but it's just, I don't know, it just sort of, just. First of all, I'm, the first thing I'm thinking of is, would you get anything like that here? Well, that, yes, that's what I'm. Uh, that's because what... 
actually you could and of course we don't know anything about whether this happened or not so let's just move away yeah, yeah, from yeah. Callum we because we've got no idea yeah, yeah. um but it was some people might say well god that's an incredibly tough sentence but it is the amount of lines that you have to cross as far as i'm concerned to do something like that again i'm not talking about Callum i mm. don't know what he's done you know if somebody were to do that to me in a club or to our daughter or to it's, it's so outrageous. Mm. It's so outrageous. And mm. I think that we let so many, um, what do you, what would you call them? Just abuses. Well, they're not just, micro, just, but they're, they, but they're, they're, they're just yeah. seen as, oh yeah. God, the rough and tumble of life, the yeah, rough yeah, and tumble yeah. of going to cup. And I, I am a great one for zero tolerance and all this, because I think it's the only way we're going to eventually put a stop to it i mean i think we're well, not a stop to it but reduce it i'd imagine it's not of, okay to do no that. no no. it's absolutely not okay and I th- i'd imagine one of the challenges with the with a case like this is you know you're in a club is there any evidence how do you prove it i'm sure he'll be pushing back saying well she was flirting and it was this well, we you don't know, know we don't know so you know we may well all, say i've never seen it before exactly but it did stri- i think the thing that startly struck me was how he could, and and I think that it's not in front of a jury. It's in front of they have a system where it's three judges. They will decide, and they decide today. Oh, it's not like they go away and deliberate. They'll hear the evidence. They'll hear the prosecution. Hear and the do defense. they have witnesses? Do we know? We don't, well, we don't, I don't know. know I mean, anything. she she's testifying, so it'd just be interesting. That that could that could break as a story scary. today, and it'd be quite very a big scary. one. Very scary. But um, wh- yeah, what is it? Faith Goodman says it's the word bants, isn't it? Isn't it all meant to be bants? What was it supposed to be bants? Who knows? Bants. I hate that. Yeah. Bants has excused so much behaviour. Exactly. As I say again, we have no idea. No. um, Whether he's done this or not. Um, If he has, throw the book. Mm. If he hasn't, great. But either way, you know, but but also, you know, if this, this girl, if this has happened, she has got no idea how, if it's going to be revealed who she is, the press... Mm craziness that's going to happen yeah yeah yeah. so so yeah absolutely um sorry i'm just trying to just order this stories here um so hr okay so this headline here is a biggie I'd have thought, and this will really Yeah, well, it really scared the speak. shit out of me. I okay. came out of the gym and Mark went, have you seen this headline? I went, no, I've been in the HRT gym. HRT increases rheumatoid arthritis risk by almost half. So what's the, Discuss. What are, what, are those, what are those inverted commas? Uh, why are they all, why is it inverted commas? Because that will, they'll have quoted it from the report, I guess. So Dr. Benjamin Ellis, is... a consultant rheumatologist, senior clinical policy advisor at Versus Arthritis, said the reasons women were more likely to be affected were not fully understood. Um, Okay, so uh, women who go through the menopause earlier have four more children appear to be more likely to have the condition. Um, The Chinese academics used data on 250,000 women whose health was tracked for 12 years. During the study, three and a half thousand almost developed rheumatoid arthritis. Women who went through the menopause before the age of 45 were 46% more likely to develop the condition than those who went through it in their early 50s. HRT use was also linked to a 46% higher risk. Right. So I went onto my um, menopause doctor's Instagram today, which is, I think, I think it's safe to say she's fuming. So basically the report is calling, is Dr. Louise Newson your, mm. yeah. So the, the, the research is calling for a, a, a closer look into the role of hormones, 
and their impact on rheumatoid arthritis. So I think, oh, so you've got you've got a quote there. So from Do- Dr. Dr. Louise Newson here says that the study should not be a cause for, of concern for women who take body identical hormones. Sure, Natural exactly. sex hormones were anti-inflammatory, she said, adding women who go through an earlier menopause before the age of 45 are without these natural hormones for longer and are therefore at greater risk of inflammation and autoimmune, including rheumatoid arthritis. She said it was important to highlight that the study was observational and as such cannot definitively establish cause and effect. Well, what does that mean, observational? Because when I think observational, I feel like somebody having a look from a... Well, I, I do think... I think what does this, that actually mean? Well, I think perhaps they haven't... It, it's not... I, I'm guessing it's not medical. They haven't, they haven't like, analysed their bloods, their, their hormones. Oh, so they've just gone, oh, look, we've got all these You've numbers. got all these, and numbers, these numbers. And, these, and, they're, and they're then repi- that's gone in the front of all the newspapers. It's yes. gone to all the newspapers so is that to scare a, the shit out of us. So me, me not... not Obviously, you've struggled with HRT or anything like that. So, is this is a headline that scary? Like that scary? Of course, it is. Right. Okay. Especially as I've got aching fingers at the moment. But um, she says here, risk much higher in women who had their menopause when young. Right. So longer without their natural hormones. Help us out here. What does it mean when they say observational? She said it in three different posts. This is an observational study which did not prove cause and effect. Mm. So what's the point of doing a study? I don't know. You need to discuss this because I'm trying to find something. Oh, but I can't see anyone. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Comments. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying to find sorry, something. Sorry, does anyone know what that means? Is there any medical person here? Well, it's just one Gaslighting of Gaslighting those... women shock us as death. Oh, right, there you go. Um, not clinical. So presumably... Here we go. Here's Erin. She'll know. It just means they've recorded how many women... Oh, it just means that they've recorded how many women on HRT have arthritis. They haven't done any scientific studies measuring level of hormones in relation to the likelihood of developing arthritis. That's that's kind of what I thought it meant. So this shouldn't be being put out everywhere in the papers. So in a sense, connecting the two is a really dangerous thing, isn't it? Isn't it a really sort of inflammatory? Not, Not wishing to, you know. It seems to be the buzzword at the moment, inflammation, doesn't it? It sort of feels like it's an inflammatory headline, doesn't it? Yeah, let's look. Can we just see the comments? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're looking for. Um, so what you, how are you feeling about it today, guys? People that, had you seen this? Because I did, I got a real shot. I just come out of the gym, all buzzing, happy, feeling like I'm like on top of the world. And Mark went, look at this headline. Perhaps observational means, yeah, I think we've got what? Kitchen also- table research, as in conversation. Wow. Observational means no data. No data. Carla Hatcham, I have arthritis that's gotten worse since my surgical menopause. Oh, wow. Okay. So you were suddenly plunged into menopause and suddenly lost what is so hard a surgical menopause, isn't it? Faith Goodman, I've just started HRT patches after total hysterectomy and have had arthritis for years. Right. Because, of course, what we do know is that... um, when you That's go a good point. Issue. Look, sorry, Claire Cummins. Surely it shows menopausal women are more likely to get rheumatoid arthritis. If that's true, then it's more likely people will be on HRT anyway. Uh, so, yeah, so what you're saying is, is that you maybe forget the whole hormonal thing. It's just that menopausal women are more likely to get rheumatoid arthritis. So well, it's, it's not the fault of HRT. It's the fault of the menopause. Well, I suppose that's what Dr... Newson is saying is that because it's observational, because we don't know that this is due, there's no facts and figures on it being due to HRT. Mm. I mean, one of the things that Dr. 
Newson said to me was she said that when I started the estrogen, and remember, I was 10 years into my menopause when I started HRT, all my achy joints and everything, I don't I don't get achy joints. Mm. I don't get achy joints anymore. Mm. I don't get achy body anymore. I do if I've done a workout, but I don't get that like, I just got used to it. It was just there all the time. I was just like, she said, have you got any achiness? No, I said when I first met. But then three months into my estrogen, I realised, oh, my God, I'd had really achy body, but just hadn't realised. Also, estrogen, that's a proven link between estrogen and bone health. You know, so to protect us from osteo, osteo, osteoarthritis, not osteoarthritis. What's it? What's the one where you lose your bones? Osteoporosis. Osteoporosis. So, um, and these are proper studies, aren't they? So, yeah, I think it's just like it's just another thing to scare the shit out of us. And is any money going to be put into proper so, research? So, Carney, I'm keeping this one up because I like how you say it. I love how journalists will take a study out about out of context to make a headline, cause concern for thousands about a topic they don't understand. I think this is sometimes important. I like to think this is what makes coffee money slightly different because sometimes stumbling across a headline and when you read the headline and you think mm, because of course you're on, you're in the menopause i'm married to a woman in the menopause i know you take hrt i see a headline like that i think yeah what did you think hell you what did the, you think well you immediately well the first thing i thought was your wrist your hand your knees and i'm thinking oh i wonder if this could be connected i've always i always i've always <laughs> what's happened to me always i've always um in in the past I've been a slow turner towards the whole HRT thing because for so many years I thought it was just a bad thing. And then, of course, there's been changes and shifts and adjustments, like all things. Yeah, it's very different now. There's an evolution in all this. And then I've seen, really principally because I've seen how important it's become for so many of you guys on the lives, in the chats with Nadia, with the campaign she's done, with the posts she's done. You know, we've been privy to many stories around the menopause here, and I've seen how important it is. I then got a sort of collective sort of cause of concern, thinking, God, I wonder how many people, how many of our followers are, are going to, you know, this news would panic, it will make yeah, you panic people. Totally. Now, so when we look, when, so when I looked at the headlines, so to then discover that actually, like my constant wind-up about as a study from Cleveland, Ohio shows, mm. you know, an observational study you, they shouldn't be extrapolating these kind of ar- arresting headlines. Maybe that's what your doctor is trying to redress. Yeah. Oh, she's always calm. Doing oh, the country pumpkin. This is really important. Can you click on that message? Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, I was no, thinking sorry, about this very thing yesterday. I'm t- look at that lovely face. I'm terrified of the menopause. I'm 36 and don't know how I will cope when the time comes. It sounds awful. Right? <laughs> this is a really important message because, of course, so many of us we were all had the menopause in the dark because nobody spoke about it. And, you know, we weren't allowed to talk about it on television. And, you know, most of us thought we were going mad and this and that. And so we're all about, you know, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. Um, in fact, me and Dina did a chat on my Instagram yesterday. Check it out. It's really funny, isn't it? Dina's so funny, mm-hmm. isn't it? Um, yesterday. So I posted that yesterday. But listen, what's really important here, Country Pumpkin, is... You'll hear about all these different symptoms and all these different things that come. What you've got to remember is you might not get any of them and you might sail through it uh, or you you might get one or two of the symptoms. They say there's something like 75 different symptoms you can get. And I think when Mm. you're hearing about it all the time, you kind of imagine the whole thing's going to happen to you. And there is so much that you can do. You know, the thing is, Make sure you're doing ex- resistance training, eat well, all the things that we're supposed to do anyway for healthy heart and healthy brain. You just keep doing all of that. Don't turn to alcohol. 
you know, there is more risk if you have two glasses of wine a night than there is taking HRT to your body. And a lot of women self-medicate with wine because they don't want to, you know, do all the other stuff. So, and to reach out, to talk about it, you don't take everybody's experience of being, oh my God, all these things are going to happen to me because they were Julie Hilton sailed through the menopause. I'm lucky, yeah. so did my mum. Toya, bless you. I'm also worried about the menopause. What will happen to me? Well, I mean, no, 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 don't, no, don't, don't worry, don't, sweetheart. No. But I can understand maybe when I was younger, if I'd heard all of this, we think we're doing, you know, us all at the front, we're giving out all this information. And that's so funny because I was thinking about this all the time. So we've got to be careful about younger women thinking, oh my God. Canal, is all of this going to happen to me? Mm. It won't all happen to you. And it doesn't all happen at one time. Mm. You might just have one sip. Some, one friend I've got, all she got was the night sweats and nothing else, you know. Absolutely, so. absolutely. Uh, Stacey Randall, huge thank you. And New Year's gift there. Ten of you will have received Stacey, anonymous, anonymous memberships from dear Stacey. Stacey. Stop spending this money. Stacey, you're getting racy, Stacey. Stacey, um, but, but thank you. But now no more. And, so um, Stacey's gone and bought every, um, 10 people a monthly member, a m- one month's membership mm, on mm. our members area, which is $1.99 a month. So if anybody else wants to join, is, I think, incredible value because we give, and um, when I see what other people charge for their membership areas, I think, is that all you get? Look, I have to say, last weekend's Sunday show, anything. last week's Sunday show also had a lovely poem by Donna Ashworth at the oh, end and some beautiful it shots. It was a lovely show. It, it, it was nice. Week. And we're, we're toying with finding some way of getting into the members area onto the channel some mindfulness kind of contemplative meditative stuff. I, I, I don't know why. I just feel it's the year for year for slow, year for slow. This book that Mark bought me for Christmas, How the Female Body Drove 200 Million Years of Human Evolution, Eve. Mm. Um, obviously, it's going to take a while for me to get through well, it. But, but where it... I've started with it, I love it already because it's really, it's wonderfully written and it's witty. And but do you know what you could do in terms of a review for the No Name Sunday Show? We review books in the No Name Sunday Show. You could just find 10 things out in it. And sort of do, do a, and do a, a spot week. check. Go, look, here's, yeah. here's some of the stuff that I found out from this. Yeah, and um, it's got illustrations and, yeah. Look, um, what, look what I just opened it on, menopause. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, okay, another story I just wanted really to quickly good. talk about, which I think is important, is a report that the BBC is uh, running with talking about young people taking nude pictures. Obviously, there's the whole debate about, it's very easiest for us as parents to say, whatever you do, don't send a nude, don't send a selfie, don't send revealing photos of yourselves, da-da-da-da. Everyone everywhere feels that they're more in control of that situation and that, that for them it's different than anyone else, right? We didn't have this. In, in quite the same way. We just didn't. Never I mean, you know, the nearest you could get was a Polaroid. And my then, God, if, you know, if a boy had asked me for a nude photograph, I mean, I'd have got my parents to call the police. It would go. have been a huge, yeah. like, yeah. but now it is like, oh, that's just what everybody does. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the weirdest, weirdest parts of, 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 of all of this is that, it, you know, what, what's coming through is that young people taking nude pictures are themselves contributing to a rise in sexual offences committed by children. Because, you know, the vast majority, if you're... Because no, they're, they're adding to the list of sexual... Yeah, that's what no, it says, but, to a rise in sexual offences. This is exactly as it says. Yeah, it. yeah, but but pe- what I think what they're saying is, isn't it, that with, there's this rise in these numbers, and what you don't realise is a lot of those numbers are actually children Precisely, on and children. that's what I was about to say, yeah. yeah. Potential offenders were aged under 18 in more than half of all reported child abuse cases. 
So this is, you know, this abuse includes exploratory behavior, as police officers say. Mm. Under-18s may not realize it's illegal and also not realize that it's rape in some instances. And so it's this incredibly complicated area, isn't it? Where, you know, it's that weird thing that if you're under a certain age and you send a photo of yourself, you have created, you have created child pornography. Yeah. And this is another aspect and, and, and of trying to warn get, your children. And you will, you can get done for it. Yeah. I mean, police will will come and they mm. will arrest and they will terrify. So even so, imagine in this awful set of circumstances, um, AR is it one ninety nine or two ninety nine? Right. Here's clarification on this. Do not go through the Apple app. You know, on your iPhone. If you go through the app, YouTube, uh, Apple charge. Put extra charges, not just on YouTube, on all apps and memberships and, oh, and, and yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. So go through a server on a laptop and it's one ninety nine. I do think and YouTube, otherwise not YouTube, otherwise Apple, Apple are in debate with all these other providers wow. because they charge extra for the luxury of using their app store on your on your but on I your didn't phone. Know that. So try and avoid it. Yeah, don't do don't do it on Apple. It's one ninety nine if you don't do Apple. Um sorry, what was I just saying? Uh yeah, so so, for example, your daughter, son, has been feels pressured into sending an image of themselves by someone that they're with. Um, you, they could both be <laughs> responsible for creating um, child pornography if you send a photo of yourself to that person. Um, and obviously, you know, un- the whole underage sex thing as well creeps into, you know, statutory rape and all that kind of stuff. So it's just interesting that the statistics, you know, when you look at these, this uptick in statistics, teenagers are actually themselves driving the statistics upwards. But still children are most likely and most in danger from se- adult sexual predators and more often in their actual own home. Well, yeah, and That's the police the say that the greatest risk yeah. to children remains abuse within the family. Police say this accounts for around a third of child sexual, sexual abuse and exploitation mm-hmm. that can often be more severe. Abuse by gangs, either on or offline, accounts for 5% of the categories. Um, but it's just a... I feel yeah. so sorry for children that don't have... A relationship where they with their parents where they can talk about this mm, stuff because it must be just so overwhelming and so scary. If you've got everyone telling you that it's what everyone does, and then you could potentially end up in trouble with the police. Mm. It's just you know, and there was somebody on the radio today saying around holiday time it's just disastrous. It just flies up the numbers. You said because mm. you know they just don't have the childhoods we did, you know, which were out playing and doing things. They're in and they're with their phones mm. and you know as young as eight years old. Precy, so it's illegal for kids to play post office now. That's all we did in the nineteen seventies. Uh that kind of has a different connotation at the moment. What Doesn't would it? the what would the uh, Royal mm. Mail post office scandal in this country? Um Ellen, my I'm not gonna pop it on the screen. My eleven year old had a strapless bra, she has nothing to put in it. She videoed herself dancing, sent it to twenty plus old male cousins and their girlfriends or aunts was, but I know them, mum. Severe ADHD. Oh, sweetie. Mm. Yes, I mean, that is another thing I would say is that I've discovered is that when they say nudes, there are different grades of nudes. So they yeah. will say nudes and that could just be in their underwear. And yeah. then there's nude nudes where they're totally nude. And mm. so many young people may say, oh, I send nudes, but it's actually they're in their bra. And it's still, you don't want them to do that. But I didn't even realise. I thought nude meant nude. Right. Okay. <laughs> and finally... And finally, Nadia's found this. Do you want to talk us into this clip? What drew you to this? this? I can't remember. This is, well, shall we show the clip? What is it? And then describe what's happened. Oh, 
Well, yes, look yeah, at Shall this. I show the clip first or should yeah, we need show the context? Clip. So, show the clip we can show. Arizona, a young pup in a rescue decided he wanted to have a bit of a wild night. Cameras capturing this party animal, how he broke loose to get a midnight snack. <laughs> Dominique Newland shows us how he made his great escape. At the Lost Our Home Pet Rescue in Tempe, all was sound in the middle of the night. Until one of the rescue dogs, King, decided enough was enough. <laughs> the alarm went off. It was like, you know, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning. And I immediately looked to see what was going on and couldn't find anything happening. And then I, I saw the mess here and I'm like, oh, my God. At oh, my was footage of King breaking out of his kennel and even trying to get his friends out to join his party. <laughs> to open a closed door, King decided he needed some food and drinks, making a mess. And eventually busted by a Tempe police officer. The police actually came because he set the alarm off and it kept going off over and over again. Nicknamed as Mr. Clean, the Tempe police officer who wishes to remain anonymous got King back in his bed and ended up cleaning the aftermath oh. of the dog's festivities. Oh, I was looking at the footage this morning and I saw how clean it was like at two in the morning. I'm like, how is that possible? I have no idea the officers would clean up until the next morning I saw it. And I just was like, wow, what an amazing little amazing man, that. you know, that he did that. Surely one the police officer won't either. Yeah, what's oh. more what's more and finally there, the police officer who clears up after the dog or the dog that's trying to rescue all the other dogs. No, smart. I think I was as much of an yeah. R for the policeman clearing up and also bravely going through that door with a great big I couldn't Yeah, but huskies are softies. Well, no no dog that you don't know. You mustn't think of them as a soft well, you're going also, into their area with yeah, food. Many chihuahuas are very, very angry. I love the way he tried to break out his friends. So let's sing happy birthday to Steffi. And happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, birthday dear Steffi. Happy birthday to you. Happy 50th. Sending you love, AR. Thank you for your comments. Very sweet. Um, your show keeps me going every day, either watching or typically listening to Mark Saturday mornings whilst doing the housework. Oh, you bless AR. you. Bless, bless you. you. Everyone have a lovely day. Stuff will be landing later on the channel. All sorts of stuff. All sorts of weird, whacked out, wonderful stuff. And Stacey Randall, big hugs to Stacey. Because some of you will now be able to go and watch the No Name Sunday show. If you've just become a member, head over to the playlist that says Sunday show and you can watch any of them. There's um, loads of them Loads of them. Hundreds. Just go back. Hundreds. Take care, guys. Have a lovely day. And we're now going to sit here and...